Welcome to the city's backyard with Matt the Z-Man Zako, a podcast that interviews all walks of life from their own backyard. The city's backyard starts now. So we are getting ready for the opening of the drive-in concert series, and we are in the Sears parking lot of what the connecticut post mall the connecticut post mall this is the old sears they're not not in business anymore steve cooper is the executive director right that's correct and it's great to have you on the podcast steve i appreciate uh you letting the city's backyard team up with you for all these great concerts i mean you really are the pioneer of drive-in concerts during a pandemic so last year you started this in 2020 during the pandemic and you had what three concerts four concerts no actually um we had eight concerts last year and uh it, it worked out well everybody loved it you know it was not meant to be a money maker uh, what what little we did we donated to both um the bethel homeless shelter and the orange uh, volunteer fire department um but most of our shows are fundraisers anyway but you know the whole purpose was you know, the people were ready to, they wanted to get out and do something that was safe and the way we designed the parking spaces and worked everything out with the, the health department. It just worked out really well. My, my bands, a lot, of, a lot of the musicians are friends and they needed to be on stage. Yeah. What a great stage you have here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, we try to put it together that between the sound system and they needed to be, you know, nobody was working. So my sound and my light guys, you know, um, have been, you know, really good to me from the day I started this project. Um, I'm talking about even inside. And so, you know, it was my turn to, uh, you know, to help them out and try to keep everybody happy and working. And So let's talk about this year. So what yeah. are what are the improvements from last year compared to 2021? I know you have a lot more shows scheduled and, you know, we are here for the first show, which is the Santana tribute band Stoneflower, which I, I've seen the YouTube videos of these guys. They are unbelievable. And I, I'll tell you what, Soundcheck was awesome. I bet. Yeah, it was my, awesome. My father's a huge Santana fan. He's 80-something years old, and I was playing him the clips over the telephone. He lives down in Florida, and he said, I wish I could go tonight. <laughs> I mean, he That's really wanted awesome. to go. Yeah. So, okay, so going forward, yeah. uh, let's, let's find out what the series uh, entails. You've got two shows every weekend up until June? Eh, almost. We've uh-huh. got 13 total shows, so we're doing more than we did last year. And um, it's, uh, they're all, I mean, they're all really good shows. I mean, there's not a bad one. I mean, but, you know, if, if we go, like, from towards the end, you know, we've got Pink Floyd band that is amazing. Uh, we have um, Matt with his um, Connecticut. Grateful, Connecticut Grateful Dead All Star Band. We've got Christine Ullman and Liberty DeVito. Liberty is the drummer from uh, Billy Joel's original drummer, and Christine Ullman is the Beehive uh, woman from um, the Saturday Night Live band. So I mean, I'll tell you, great stuff coming up. My friend Jim is looking forward to Mullet, and he yep. likes he likes Motley Crue. Yeah. Um, 
I'm, I'm look- keeping my fingers crossed on Motley. Yeah. They come out of California, yeah. and COVID wreaked havoc with them. Okay. And um, they're supposed to be here next Friday night, but I'm watching the rain because oh, that well. may have to get you know rain delay, which is hard when someone's coming out from uh, L.A. But Let's- our Led Zeppelin show, No Quarter, is that, off the charts. That's, that's what I was just going to say. I can't wait to see No Quarter. I've been jonesing to see a Led Zeppelin tribute band since the pandemic and I've never seen No Quarter and I've seen their commercial that you're airing on your Milford Performance Center uh, advertisements. Yeah, yeah. .org, yeah. Unbelievable. And so I I know you're, you're selling tickets for that show, oh, right? They're going fast. Yeah, I mean, as we pick up steam, I think in the beginning it's always hard because nobody's really sure of how cold it's going to be if it's going to rain and so you know it, it picks up steam as it goes along but um no quarter um i happen to know how they put that band together and they've been written up in rolling stone magazine and everything they literally interviewed and tried out hundreds of guys to make sure that they had the chops that they could play the stuff but also that they looked like they were supposed to look like so when you watch them it's like getting a real experience right and then um what happens if it does rain and people have bought tickets how does that work no 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 i wouldn't do that that's not why i'm doing this because i love doing this and i never want anybody to be upset we're um it's just a matter of trying to find a really a good date where the band can come back within you know a couple days or a week like for instance next weekend i'm we're going to keep watching hell it was supposed to it was supposed to rain today and tomorrow and look at the weather we're having right it's so i'm hoping the same thing's going to happen next weekend um but who knows so hopefully if uh, if it rains on friday it won't rain on sunday and we'll rebook them for sunday i'm trying to think of some of the other bands that really caught my eye you have a doors tribute band right yeah the door they're they are they are amazing um the lead singer um he looks and sounds like jim you know it's uh, it, it's just uh, like i said this is not a bad show or a mediocre show in the bunch tell me about last child the aerosmith experience is it true that <laughs> steven tyler actually hires these guys is yeah. that true yeah i mean if you look at the video you're like wait a minute that's not steven tyler he looks and sounds so much like him that when when tyler has his own private parties he hires these guys just so he doesn't have to sing at his own parties well <laughs> yes and no but for like he does some fundraisers and i can't remember the name of of his um uh, the name of his fund that he raises funds for right. <laughs> but um it's um it's just an amazing um what's the word i want experience <laughs> well it's, no Party. it's just just seeing him it's like a doppelganger you know <laughs> yeah. it's uh, you know it's it's, it's a double it is it truly it's, is double and that's true with several of the other bands but but steven's a unique yeah. i mean really unique he's like a cartoon character um yeah character you know? of himself yeah exactly and this guy is right there right right there so a great lineup of shows what's the website so people can uh, look into buying tickets and sometimes you offer uh, occasional discounts that come out once in a while yeah. ticket sales aren't so great well, on some of the shows. well no not even that we did you know uh, over the Easter Passover weekend we did a happy spring and did 10% off for a couple of days 
Uh, so occasionally we do that kind of thing. What's the process with people when they come in with their cars? So it's basically four four are allowed in each vehicle? Yeah. So basically the price is not per person, it's per car. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's a it's a nice size lot, but we have it so that there's only 80 cars allowed so that we can have a parking space and next to it a 16 foot by 16 foot pod where the um, people can get out of their cars with a cooler and their lawn chairs and just have fun and it is like a a big party before we wrap the interview because i know you're a busy guy and you're just getting getting started with the kickoff of the series here of course when people are hearing this 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 series will already be underway uh the nature of podcasting live live to memorex as i like to say but uh going forward i just want to know um how did this start i mean you're one of the pioneers of of drive-in concerts in the area and as you described it other uh people throughout the country have kind of followed your lead on this concept Well, what happened, I belong to several different uh, groups of other venue operators and executive directors, and most of us are friends. We trade ideas. We talk about bands. If somebody has a band that's really good, I'll get a call and say, hey, these guys are going to be coming through your area. You should look at them. And so when we were on Zooms all this past year, um, we would have 100 people on a Zoom. And so myself and a couple friends that actually sort of brainstormed this in the very beginning... Um, and it, it actually made it over to Sweden, and they, a lot of places like that overseas and down south got to do it before I did, even though it was like one of our original ideas, because it was warmer, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so I had to wait for, you know, for the, uh, the ability to be able to do that. Um, so it sort of, um, it just sort of evolved, and, and we all tweaked it, and I didn't really tweak it at all for what we're doing now is almost identical to last year except the sound guys it's easier to we the load in is easier the the lighting he actually doubled the amount of lights he has um and so it, it looks like you're on a major stage again we appreciate you know being able to uh, team up with you um and, and you were so open to the city's backyard podcast and you know what what i've been doing uh for the podcast is teaming up with struggling restaurants and breweries and getting local musicians to play acoustic because they can't have a whole band on a little patio you know yeah. and and they don't you know even if they're trading with the musicians they can't some of these places can't afford to pay the music so what they'll do is they'll comp them their dinner um and, and when i say I, I don't even mean bands i mean duos are or acoustic acts because they can't afford number one they can't afford to have the space of a band you know taking up the outs, outside patio but they also can't afford to like give a whole band drinks and food and everything right. so what's become really popular with my podcast for my local remotes has been the acoustic uh, acoustic duos or maybe even a trio at, at like the local brewery we do stuff at Reading Beer and uh, or a restaurant but what I want to say is you're at the whole next level you're in a parking lot you're doing the bands and tribute bands have become so huge especially during the pandemic and why is that is it because 
the the bigger bands can't make money playing during these times so the only bands that are really willing to kind of take less money or work work with guys like you i mean explain to me why you think that that's going on is that a money issue um not really i mean they're how can i put this nicely well for one thing tribute bands many of them like led zeppelin like you know like um the doors uh, just to pick two of our shows that are coming up you're never going to see the real guys right okay and so they're keeping that music alive right but these days many if not most of the musicians that you're seeing in these tribute bands whether they're local regional or national they're better musicians than were the originals the originals taught themselves they learned and they played in the garage and they created their own sound so they were pioneers and that's why they're so good um i mean you take Jimi hendrix okay you know he played a he was a lefty he played a right-handed guitar left-handed and reversed the strings to get the sound that he did so he was a pioneer yeah. It wasn't like he went to Berkeley School of Music. Yeah. He was just a genius. Right. Okay, Paul McCartney can't read music. Mm-hmm. Okay? He writes music, but he can't read music. Right. So you've got these incredible musicians that when they find a band that they're vocally or instrumentally um, sound in, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. they can actually play the music as good or sometimes even better I know it's than amazing the original than the originals so it's not really the money thing yes for venues like mine um, and we bootstrapped this starting like five six years ago and uh, we're able to um, get to the point where we are now where we're you know full-blown you know 900 seat auditorium when we're inside and and all of that but the there's a real need for the tribute bands i like when i'm inside i mix it up like in november if we're allowed back inside i've got peter noon and herman's hermits you know mm-hmm. i've got some you know really good class acts that are um some of them old timers, originals some of them not originals you know um jazz rock and roll blues and um you know we just like to mix it up because monetarily it it, it makes sense but as far as the pandemic goes, a lot of your classic original musicians were of the age where they didn't want to get on an airplane and go travel around. They didn't want to, you know, they're older. Mm-hmm. They were at the most at risk. You know, what are they going to put a couple extra dollars in the bank? Most of them don't need, they do it because they love to be on stage. Right. They love to entertain. It's who they are. Yeah. It's sort of like the baseball player that never wants to retire. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they're not at a certain point when you got millions of dollars in the bank, you're not doing it for the money. Right. Yeah. Well, it was great to talk to you. Um, again, I appreciate you letting us team up with you, you being a sponsor of the podcast. And of course, uh, thanks. You've got all these great banners hung on your stage here. So, does this stage stay in front of the old Sears all till spring, till well, the end of spring? Yeah, I'm just, I just have it. I take the banners down at night because I know some kid will go, "Ooh, that looks really cool." So, <laughs> yeah. you know, so we do take them down at night. But I've got that down with science. At one point, we were duct taping stuff up, and now I got clamps. I could put them up and take them down yeah. in no time. Um, just you know, the. 
go ahead. But I was just say the lighting and sound does come down overnight because who knows if it rains or right. whatever, you know. But going forward, as you know, with this pandemic, as people are getting vaccinated, uh, the series ends in June. Do you see another outdoor series maybe in the fall, or what? What's the deal? Only time will tell. I won't say no. Time will tell. It it depends. I mean, I am looking forward to doing bigger shows again and getting back inside. Um, but I'm ready to roll with the punches. It is what it is, you know. Steve Cooper, executive director of the Milford Performance Center, doing the drive-in concert series. It's been awesome to have you uh, live here in front of the stage before the whole series kicks off. And uh, once again, the website to purchase tickets is milfordperformancecenter.org. Thanks so much for coming on and uh, being in the city's backyard of Milford, Connecticut. Thank you, Matt.